Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman stands face-to-face with complete destruction as the deadly atom of kryptonite is hurled at his very feet. Bet you can't name a fellow or girl in your block who's not on the lookout for those terrific new comic buttons in the new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out. Nobody wants to miss out. Anybody who's on the beam already has a start on the collection. These new Pep comic buttons are real humdingers. Bright colored, clear and sharp looking. They do a swell job of dressing up your jacket or dress or cap. But don't take my word for it. Get yourself a package of Kellogg's Pep and give a look-see. Get a load of flat top. Denny Dimwit, Tiny Tim, that rugged picture of Superman, and all the other 18 new and different comic buttons. Then, get busy on your collection. It's easy to get these prizes, no trouble at all. You don't have to spend any of your allowance. Don't even send in a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy these pep comic buttons anywhere. They come only as prizes in packages of Kellogg's Pep. That's P-E-P, the sunshine cereal. Pep, the golden toasted whole wheat flakes with that catchy sunshine flavor. Kellogg's Pep, so good for you. Extra amounts of energy, vitamin B1, plus good old sunshine vitamin D that helps build strong bones and teeth. Remember, for prize eating and exciting prizes, always get P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now the adventures of Superman. Kryptonite, a strange green glowing metallic rock torn from the planet Krypton, birthplace of Superman, is the only known weapon capable of stripping the Man of Steel of his strength. For some strange chemical reason, when Superman is within ten feet of a piece of kryptonite, all his superhuman power and ability vanishes, and he becomes weak and helpless. And now, the last remaining piece of kryptonite, part of a meteor that fell to Earth some years ago, is probably in the hands of Big George Latimer, the ex-political boss of the state, whom Superman was instrumental in sending to jail for a year. Unaware that Clark Kent and Superman are one and the same person, Latimer has threatened to cause serious trouble if Kent does not arrange to have Superman meet him before 10 o'clock tonight. It is now five minutes to ten. Kent, who has not heard about Latimer's threat, is closeted with an old friend, Bruce Wayne, otherwise known as Batman. Robin, Batman's young assistant, is asleep on the second floor of the Wayne house. Kent and Batman are alone in the library. So, summing it all up, Clark, you're sure Latimer has the piece of kryptonite? Well, reasonably sure. I don't think he'd chance a bluff. Why not? What's he got to lose? Well, you knuckle under okay. If not, no hits, no runs, one error. What do you mean, knuckle under? Well, it's obvious he wants something from you, whether he has the kryptonite or not. What can I possibly give him? I don't know. You sent him to jail, didn't you? Yes. You broke up that crooked situation in the state capitol. Maybe he's just sore at you and wants revenge. I'm afraid there's more to it than that. Well, what can Robin and I do for you? Get that piece of kryptonite, Bruce. Get it and drop it in the ocean 30 miles offshore. I won't rest easy until the last of that stuff is gone forever. You never really found out uh, why it works the way it does, did you? No, and I guess I never will. The reason I brought it up was I thought maybe we might find an antidote for it. Hmm, by that time, Latimer will have done all his dirty work. 
No, there's only one possible solution. Get that last existing piece and destroy it. All right. How do we start the ball rolling? Well, Latimer must have it close by him, and that means in his house. Mm, chances are he's got the place guarded. So we break in and give the house a fast going over. Oh, tell me, is it a big house? Too big. Oh, needle in the haystack, eh? Mm-hmm, afraid so. Also, what's Latimer going to be doing while you and Robin are searching? If we see him first, he won't do much. Robin's been taking rope tying lessons from an old sailor. Why, he can trust a man up like a chicken ready to go in the oven in ten seconds flat. Yeah. I wish there were a cleaner way of doing it. I don't like the idea of breaking in and ransacking a house. Well, I can get your search warrant let the police do the job. No, no, no. I don't want any publicity. That was what started all the trouble three years ago. No, the quieter we keep this, the better off I am. Then it's an undercover job, clear and simple. Just so. After all, Ken, Latimer is certainly no pure white lily. Huh. He's got a prison term behind him and no telling what ahead of him. So this isn't just an ordinary robbery. There's a good deal at stake. I suppose you're right. Oh, what time is it? At 10 o'clock. Well, I better get going. Is tomorrow night all right for you and Robin? Don't see why not. Good. I'll pick you up about 10. And thanks a lot, Bruce. I knew I could count on you. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I'll huh? walk down the corner with you. Pick up a late paper. <laughs> If we don't find a trip tonight in Latimer's house, then we're really in trouble, Clark. Well, I'd rather not think of that if you don't mind. Of course, it might mean Latimer hasn't got it. Maybe the laugher just told him the story and Latimer decided to capitalize. Evening, Mr. Wayne. Oh, hello, Riley. Thinking you're constitutional. Yes, down the corner for a paper. You know Clark Kent, don't you? Officer Riley. Best cop on the force. I don't know Officer Riley, but I'm glad to. Did you say Clark Kent, Mr. Wayne? That's right. The Daily Planet Star Reporter. Why, you must have heard of him. Sure, and I have, Mr. Wayne. To me sorrow. To your sorrow? That's not a very nice way to talk about a friend of mine, Riley. It isn't so much the talking, Mr. Wayne, that disturbs me. No, sir. It's the doing. Look, Riley, what's this all about? It gives me no pleasure, believe me, Mr. Wayne, to have to inform you that it is my solemn duty to put your friend, Mr. Kent, under arrest. Joe, how long have you been in charge of the detention cells here at police headquarters? It'll be seven years in August, Mr. Kent. And I've known you all that time, haven't I? That's right. You mean to stand there and tell me that after seven years of close association, you can't tell me why I was picked up, brought to headquarters, and locked in a cell? Sorry, Mr. Kent. All I know is what they tell me, oh. and they didn't tell me nothing. But, Joe... You hit somebody, maybe? Of course not. I was walking along the street with my friend ba uh, Bruce Wayne when suddenly a cop named Riley arrested me for no good reason at all. Well, there must have been a reason, but Mr. I Kent. Tell you... Nobody gets arrested without a reason. Well, I certainly wish someone would let me in on it. Oh, did you tell the sergeant I wanted to see Inspector Henderson? I told him. What did he say? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning? Listen, if you think I'm going to spend a night in this cell, Joe, you're crazy. Well, I don't know how you're going to get out. Well, I'll get out if I have to twist these bars into pretzels. Oh, now, Mr. Kent, you're not Superman. No, I'm not, huh? Now, look, Joe, you go tell the sergeant... Here he comes now. He's got a young lady with him. Lois! Well, you certainly put him in a nice, clean cell, Sergeant. Lois, get me out of here. You look wonderful behind bars, if, Clark. If this is your idea of a joke, it is not funny. If disappearing into thin air from 3 o'clock in the afternoon until after 10 at night is your idea of a joke, it isn't funny either. Where were you? I... Never mind. Tell him to open this door. Let him out, Joe. Yes? Sorry we had to put you to all this trouble, Sergeant. Glad to be of help, Mr. All right. Now, what was the big idea? The chief is waiting for you at the office. He'll explain everything. Come on. Yes, I had you picked up, Kent. At 
half past nine, I told the police to send a general alarm out for you. Any objections? Well, only that it's a peculiar way of getting in touch with anyone, having him thrown into jail. How else could we get to you to warn you that Latimer gave you until ten o'clock to make some mysterious uh, arrangements? Uh, what arrangements was he talking about, Kent? Uh, nothing, Chief, nothing. Oh, there he goes with that nothing routine again. Well, oh. here, Kent. I've had enough of this flim-flam. This is serious business. Latimer's charges can't be lapped off. Latimer's charges? What are you talking about? Apparently, he hasn't seen the early morning edition of the Daily Star, Chief. Show it to him. I'll read it to him. Uh, Six-column head. Look at here. Latimer says Superman framed him. What? Oh, that's nothing. Listen to this. In an exclusive statement of the Daily Star, Big George Latimer, former political boss of the state, today accused Superman of having framed the evidence and sent him to prison. That's ridiculous. Now, wait a minute. Latimer further states that Superman demanded the sum of $100,000 to keep quiet and, when the blackmail money was refused, concocted false evidence. Do you believe that? Of course not. Except for one thing. What? Read the last paragraph, Chief. Well, let's see. Uh, Yes, here it is. Latimer will address a mass meeting in the Metropolis Auditorium tomorrow night, and he challenges Superman to appear on the same platform with him and deny his charges. That's what we don't understand. How can Latimer have the nerve to invite Superman to appear and... Clark... What's the matter? I... Clark! I don't feel well. Good grief, you're... Well, you're as pale as a ghost. Yes, and with good reason, Mr. White. For now, Kent knows Latimer's diabolical plan. How can Superman possibly appear on the same platform with the man who has the last piece of deadly kryptonite? And yet, if he fails to appear, everyone will believe Latimer. What can he do? We'll know in just a moment, so keep listening. If you haven't seen one of those new Pep comic buttons in the brand new series, better latch on to a package of Kellogg's Pep pronto, because you're going to be out of the running when your friends are working up their collections and swapping duplicates. And you'd sure hate to miss out. These new Pep comic buttons are real eye-catchers, for one thing. The colors are bright, the pictures of familiar funny sheet characters are clear, and the buttons are one grand way of dressing up your jacket or dress or cap. There are 18 new and different buttons in this new series. That means that your fun keeps on and on. You get the excitement of collecting a breath of breeze, Mr. Bibbs, Uncle Avery, Superman, and all the rest. So get busy right now. Make sure that you're stocked up with plenty of Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get these comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere. They come only as prizes, one in every package of Kellogg's Pep. Pep surprise when it comes to good eating, too. Golden toasted whole wheat flakes that are loaded with catchy sunshine flavor. For prize eating and exciting prizes, get P.E.P., the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And for another exciting surprise, Kellogg's have whipped up a wonderful offer for you. A surprise that I'm not allowed to tell you about till tomorrow. So make it a point to be here tomorrow. Now back to the adventures of Superman. Challenged by Big George Latimer to appear on the same platform with him and denied charges that he not only tried to blackmail Latimer, but framed evidence against him, Superman is on the spot. Latimer, he is certain, has the last remaining piece of kryptonite which robs Superman of his strength. However, if he fails to appear, the public will believe Latimer's charges are true. But if he does appear, Latimer will have him in his control. As we continue now, it is after midnight. In a desperate attempt to forestall the crooked political boss... Kent in his true guise of Superman is hovering over Latimer's big stone house on Metropolis Heights. There he is. Fast asleep in the large bedroom at the front of the house. If I can surprise him, I may have a chance. 
It's risky, but I can't help it. Down! Down! Dropping to the sill of one of the three windows of Latimer's bedroom, Superman gently raises the sash. But suddenly, just at the moment when the window opening is large enough for Superman to climb through, Latimer awakens and sits bolt upright in bed. Who's there? Superman remains motionless, not a muscle of his body moving. Again, the voice cries out. Who's there? Superman's eyes, as sharp and clear in darkness as they are in daylight, sweep the room. Suddenly, he stiffens. There on the night table next to Latimer's bed is a small lead box. He tenses himself to leap into the room, but just then, Latimer reaches out and snaps on the light. For a timeless moment, Superman is framed in the sudden brilliance. But it is long enough for Latimer to act. Sweeping his hand across the night table, he hurls the leaden box to the floor. Strikes. The cover opens. And the jagged piece of kryptonite rolls out on the rug, glowing with a peculiar greenish light. What will happen? Is Superman out of range of the deadly kryptonite? Or has he been caught and held powerless? This is a tense and tragic moment in Superman's life. So be sure to listen tomorrow to learn what happens. For another thrilling episode in The Adventures of Superman. Don't fail to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pap, the sunshine cereal. Here's how you can learn to identify the birds that have come back with the fine weather. Start collecting the full-color bird pictures from packages of Kellogg's Crumbles. Boy, is it fun. You'll get a kick out of collecting all 24 in the series and trading duplicates with your pals. And send for the colorful album so that you can paste in your collection. Full instructions for sending in are on the side of every Crumbles package. Ask Mom to get you some Crumbles, those crinkly, sort of sweet and mellow, rich shreds of good whole wheat. Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Uh, well, a very exciting cliffhanger. And I have to say, uh, this is some of the better uh, writing we've heard on Superman. Uh, some great examples of it. I liked Lois's dialogue when she came in on Clark and Latimer. It's perfectly reasonable. And uh, the action seemed a little bit more natural than uh, usual. This is uh, definitely a big and epic story, and it's starting out that way. Of course, uh, a lot of... Uh, be very hard to uh, refute how Superman was... Or, or how uh, Latimer was actually caught back in the George Latimer serial. Uh, but it seems to be sort of an odd thing to reintroduce an actual character and kind of forget about how he was disposed of and what exactly he did. But it's an easy fix, because I have to admit that at this point the details are a bit hazy to me. I've got to refer to some old notes in James Launce's reviews and recaps. So I'll give all that part a pass for the rest of the story. Uh, overall, a very promising start. I'm enjoying this, and... Uh, 
some clues for some great things to come. You'll want to be sure and listen on Sunday as we resume with part three of Superman vs. Kryptonite. In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure to rate the show on iTunes and pick up your copy of Ultimate Midlife Crisis. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.